Well, gentlemen, <clears throat> welcome to back. <coughs> Damn it. Welcome back to MGTOW Easy Street. This is going to be another political type of a deal. For two or whatever. It's going to be part of a series, I guess, of political stuff. Anyway, I did want to talk about how people aren't paying much attention to what the leftist in the government is actually doing. How they continuously use women. Just like the serpent did using Eve. It was all orchestrated to get to the man. To the beings that uh, were created in God's image. The man. You know what I'm saying? The man is the one that was created in God's image. And where I sit, that makes man the godliest. And the only way to get at the godliest is to go after the one thing that men have a hard time resisting. Women. Women. They go after women and they use women, especially feminists or feminazis, um, to uh, enslave and imprison men. <clears throat> because, uh, you know, men have a hard time saying no to women. Unless you become red-pilled. Once you, once you become red-pilled, uh, no is really easy to say. So, if you take your daily dose of red pills, you will be fine. You will be impervious to the gynocracy. The use of women to imprison you. And that... <laughs> that people makes you made of steel but anyway about these politicians they continuously make you believe that they're here for you and they're doing things for you when in fact they are doing just the opposite they are using you for your vote to stay in power so that they can keep you down. It's that, it is that simple. It is that simple. Not only do they not... <clears throat> I mean... Take a look at... Uh, what's been going on lately. Okay? A lot of people don't understand. They don't get it. They don't know. They don't realize. They don't see. Because they're blind. They're blind to what they are being told because, you know, half of the people actually believe the first thing that they are told and not anything after such. Um, they have to basically, literally, um, get to the point where it's... where, you know... It affects them 100% opposite of what they were told it would do. 
But see, a lot of people don't understand even after they've been through it. A lot of times, I mean, that's why a lot of times uh, men, when it comes to MGTOW, um, don't really understand MGTOW until um, they've experienced some of the shit that we talk about. And even then, they have a hard time believing it, but after they've experienced it's much easier for them to understand what we are saying. So, for the American citizens to realize what politicians continue to do to us, the people, the citizens, the ultimate power in this country are the citizens. Not the government, not the big businesses, not uh, all these idiots that they keep pushing onto us, or basically the, the, the corporations and stuff that are paying them to keep us down, to keep us from ever prospering as well as them. They must find a way to keep everyone from doing well. So instead of having, you know, 500,000 different businesses selling the same type of product, now they've only got one or two very large corporations selling these products. They do it to the point where, you know, if you can't, <clears throat> if you don't have the money, to fight such corporations. Basically, you will be shoved aside to the point where you will never make any money. And everything that you've accomplished to get to where you were would be um, wasted. It would be all wasted. They would be... They would basically, what happens is in some of these big corporation things, and they can sit there and deny it all they want, but I know this is what they do. They go to these other big corporations, say like people that sell stuff to Walmart, right? Or say Walmart. Walmart buys uh, a lot of uh, defective products and then sells them to you at a discounted, a so-called discounted price of what it would cost if it was a quality item from the same company. Okay, and if you don't want to, if you don't understand what I'm talking about, if you go and you buy a pair of Wranglers from Walmart, okay, there is something wrong with those jeans. Okay, either either the material is uh, uh, defective; it, it doesn't hold up to the uh, Wrangler uh, specifications. Um, there is uh, seams that are sewn out of place. Like, say, the ones that I have bought before from Walmart. It would always appear to be the right leg um, that um, the seam actually comes around the leg and ends up in the front of your leg. Because the seam was sewn crooked. Okay, but Walmart... Walmart is selling those things without ever telling you that there is some kind of a defective thing, making you believe that they are able to... Uh, buy things at cheaper prices because they're buying in bigger quantities. But that's not the case. See, the Wranglers that I have now have lasted me almost, uh, well, a little over a year. 
and they haven't even faded as much as the ones that came from Walmart did after only three months. See, Walmart's not telling you that the stuff that they buy is defective. Some of them things are, are bad. But let me tell you about these socks that I bought from Walmart, okay? Because first of all, I like wearing over-the-calf tube socks. Because I wear boots, and I hate the, the boot uh, cuff hitting my leg when I'm walking. My bare leg when I'm walking. Okay, so I always wear over-the-calf tube socks. And the farther up they go, the better. Okay, so I bought a pair, I bought a, a bunch of socks. I mean, there was quite a few socks in the back. They were over the calf, and they were tall tube socks. And you know, at, in the beginning, I was happy with those socks because they were they were tall. They seemed to let more air in, let your feet breathe a little bit more, better than the Wilsons. And the Wilsons that they bought also were defective. They just, you know, one wash and they would shrink to the point where they're no longer tube socks. Or the fabric would start to ball up and get these little fuzz balls all over the fabric after, you, after you've washed them six, seven times. And um, uh, that makes it kind of rough on your legs. Okay, but these other ones that I bought, I believe they are Hanes. Okay, there's something wrong with those socks. They are tall, they are long, they are the way I like them. But they are so tight at the top that it actually cuts the circulation off of my skin and my legs. Okay, you don't notice this sitting down. But after a while of wearing these black socks, and they are black tube socks, they're black. Um, your skin starts to die on your leg. To the point where when you take your socks off, you got all this dead skin falling off of your leg. And at first I thought, well, what the hell's causing that? But it was only in the place of where the socks were. So there's something else wrong with these socks other than, the, than that thing being too tough or too strong where it cuts off the circulation to your leg. It cuts it off to the point that when you take your socks off, that part where that sock is sitting is sore as hell. It's bruised. Okay, so that's another product that Walmart's buying from a company that, uh, you know, has, uh, you know, created something that uh, wasn't good. Wasn't, wasn't, um, wasn't the quality that they prefer to sell. Um, so Walmart buys these things and they, you know that they're buying them for pennies on the dollar. Pennies on the dollar. If not a hay penny on the dollar. You know, and a hay penny's a half a cent if you don't know what that is. That's from back in the day. But anyway... Walmart tells companies like, um, let's see, well, take another, here's another example, okay? There was an egg farm in, uh, in Albuquerque, New Mexico on the south end of Albuquerque. It actually was out in the county and not really in Albuquerque. Um, it was really close to the Indian Reservation. Okay, we used to be able to go, as citizens of the public, we used to be able to go to this egg farm and buy a half a case, which half a case is a box of eggs. You know, because we, we had a big family when we were kids. Or when I was a kid, it was a large family. So we bought those eggs at that egg farm, okay? And it was a good deal. I mean, you could buy a case for like 9 or $10, and it had four, let me see, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, seven flats in a half a case 
okay? Seven flats of eggs. And you know how big a flat is, or how many eggs is in a flat. It's one, two, it's either two and a half dozens, or it's uh, three dozen on each flat. I think it's two and a half, but I could be wrong. But anyway, that egg farm, the building caught fire and burnt to the ground, okay? So, some company, and I really want to say it was, it was Walmart, came in and helped them rebuild with one particular, I'm not sure, I'm not gonna swear to it that it was Walmart, but it was another big corporation, okay? But, part of the stipulation for these people helping them rebuild that egg farm was that they could no longer sell to the public, which means that you have to go to a grocery store. You can no longer buy a half a case of eggs as a civilian, as a citizen, as a uh, John Q. Public. That is what the government allows to happen with big corporations. And why do they do this? Because it benefits them. Who do you think pays for these politicians, uh, their campaigns, their con the, you know, the campaign contributions that these people are getting, the campaign finance? It comes from big corporations. And when big corporations donate to these uh, politicians, there are there is a certain... Um, implied requirement for them to donate that those funds to that that uh, politician it might not be stipulated in paper or in writing but it is implied that okay I'm gonna donate this money to you but hey you know I have this business that I run and uh, you know I'm thinking about buying this other business and it, uh, I like to run this business like this, you know. Anyway, here's the contribution. Let me know what you think if you could figure out anything on that other deal. Here's your money. Thank you, sir. And then so these people get reelected or elected. And the first thing they do when they get up into the office is start working on a plan to help that corporation. Now, I'm not saying that uh, corporations shouldn't be helped, but they should not be allowed to have a monopoly, a monopoly on anything. Just like P and G. Okay, now this, thankfully, thankfully this is a podcast and YouTube can't delete this. So P and G is Procter and Gamble. Okay, Procter and Gamble owns a lot of different companies. There is very little that you can buy in a store that doesn't have the P&G uh, logo on it or isn't owned or manufactured by P&G. So, when a company does something like that where they buy that many different uh, companies, they are trying to make sure that they get all of the money. Okay, look at, look at, look at another one here, okay? General Mills. Okay, you buy General Mills cereals, okay, and you buy them in the boxes with the General Mills logo, like Wheaties, Corn Flakes, uh, whatever the name brand things are, Post, all that shit. Okay, you buy that stuff, and it's expensive on the name brand. Okay, but then if you go over to the other section where they have those bags, 
the cheap looking bags that have generic names on them or generic cereals if you turn those over and you look at where those manu who, who's manufacturing those cereals on a lot of those brands it says general mills okay well you're thinking well what's then what's the big deal well the big deal is they have a market on the name brand and they have the market on the, the generic brand. Why have they done this? Because they didn't want somebody else to have the generic brand making all that money um, from the poor people or the people who can't afford to buy the name brand stuff. So they're still going to make the money. Either way they go, they're making money, period. Okay, for people who make decent money, you know, who... who uh, you know, never struggle. They've always got money in the bank. Um, they, they they don't live paycheck to paycheck like normal Americans do. Um, they can go in there and buy the name brand stuff. So that company is getting the name brand stuff bought. They're getting money from the name brand stuff. Okay, now because they want to make all of it, they want everybody to be eating their cereal. Well, we'll just change the name on some of these uh, generic cereals. Uh, you know, like uh, Toastios instead of uh, uh, instead of Cheerios, they have Toastios. Um, they have other cereals. They have the Cinnamon Crunch thing instead of a uh, uh, Cinnamon Toast Crunch. They have Cinnamon something else, and uh, you know, so you're paying. You're still giving your money to the same company, but the lower class or the poorer people are, are getting, I mean, they're getting the same thing that you're buying, but you're buying the expensive brand because you can afford the expensive brand and you don't want people thinking that uh, you can't afford the expensive brand because, you know, you went out and bought the cheap shit. But you're getting the same fucking shit, people. Now, that's the difference between the cereals, you know, cereal companies, you know, General Mills or whatever, and Walmart. Okay, these people want to make sure that their products are the ones being bought by everybody. Even if they have to lower the price on something and change the name and make it generic. The quality is the same. At General Mills, the quality is the same. It's not like you're getting a defective cereal. Okay, You're getting the same cereal that you're getting in the other box. Or the, in the expensive box. You're getting the same stuff. Unlike, you know, if you go to, say, some... Uh, Western outfit store or something and you buy a pair of Wranglers over there, you're paying 26 or 30 some dollars for a pair of Wranglers over there. Alright, and then a lot of people are wondering, well, how come it's so expensive over there and, it, you know, I can buy them for 16 or 20, 20 bucks at Walmart um, because you're buying defective shit. <clears throat> a lot of you don't know it. You don't realize it. It's like, uh, who the hell gives a shit? Well, that's fine. If nobody gives a shit, you don't give a shit, then, 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 then by all means, go for it. It's like when I bought, I was buying shoes and boots and stuff from Walmart, okay? And I was buying name brand shoes and name brand boots. But every time I did, they made my feet stink so fucking bad that I couldn't even stand it myself. So what did I do? I went to a good shoe store and I bought the same brand from them. And guess what? The stinky feet went away. There is some chemical that they are using or they used in say like say like um, the brand that I bought. 
uh, Skechers is what I bought at, at the shoe store. Okay, well, I bought the Skechers at Walmart, and they look like the same shoes. They're, they have the same name on them, but differences are the Skechers at the name brand store um, are produced in a different country than the Skechers at the Walmart stores. The quality is different. The material is made of something else. They're putting some kind of a chemical in the material that is different from what they're putting in on the other material. Do you understand what I'm saying? Do you understand what, what I'm getting at here? It's the same damn difference with the government playing all these games with your life. Saying that, oh, well, you know, we're here for you like these Democrats. We're here for you. We, we do for you. But uh, once I get in office, I got other things to do. So I ain't got time for you after that. So, yeah, I have other pressing things to do. Um, so you're paying all this high-dollar stuff for these politicians, right? Say you take the Democrats and the leftists and the liberals and these communists that, that are in office on the left. Okay, You're paying those people more and they are making more money. They are raking in more money um, and not doing the job. Whereas you pay somebody else, um, you know, and I'm not going to say the Republicans because we're getting the same shit out of the Republicans. We're paying, you know, the taxpayers that we as taxpayers is paying are paying these people an exorbitant amount of money that I don't believe that they deserve. Okay, for one. So all these politicians up there getting the same amount of money, unless they're on a different. You know, you know, they go up there in their Congress, and now they're on these committees, and they do these other things with these other committees. So they're making even more money being on different committees. They might be on three or four different committees uh, and getting paid for three or four different committee things that they do, plus the money they get paid for being a, uh, a congressman or a senator. So we're not getting what we're paying for out of these politicians. Now, like I have said before many times, is that these Republicans sit up there and they tell you that they're doing everything for you. Okay, granted, the, the Republicans are much greater uh, at, um, you know, being real conservatives, but they do nothing. They do absolutely nothing. They don't fight the Democrats. They don't go after the Democrats the same way that the Democrats go after them. Now, if these Republicans that were up in office had half a brain and got together and said, you know what, we are stopping this shit, um, everything would change. But the fact of the matter is, is that they're doing nothing. They are going up there, they are taking your money, they are making this great wealth for themselves and thinking, well, all we got to do is just keep our mouths shut, keep our heads down. And the media won't put us out there on blast and come after us with a vengeance like they do everybody else that stands up. Oh, well, we just got to, you know, yeah, just uh, let's, let's just go with the grain, okay? Let's just, you know, we'll just tell everybody that we're going to do this for them and we'll just sit back and do nothing. So you're paying for this shit that you're not receiving. That's the difference between what they're doing and what, you know, Walmart does. 
is they're charging you a shit ton of money and absolutely doing nothing for you as a people. As a country, they do nothing for you. And that I have a major, major problem with. A very major problem. Because, uh, you know, I want to be... I want to be able to elect somebody I know that's going to go out there and fight for me. And I wish that everybody else would go over there and do the same thing. See, this, see, this problem is, is that too many people get the wool pulled over their eyes and they believe everything that they're told. You know, they think, oh, well, we're from this state, this guy, he's from this state, and he's telling us that he's going to do this, 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 and this for us. And what happens to them people once you get them up there, once you get them elected and they're up there in office? How many times have they ever come back to your state and said, hey... We've accomplished this, this, and this, and this, and this. All the things that you asked for. So, I am here now telling you that we've accomplished these things. What else can I do for you people? What else can I do for you, my constituents, in my district? What else do we need to get accomplished? No, they're not doing that. They go up to Washington, they do their own thing, they make all their money, they retire early with full medical benefits, full retirement pension. I mean, the pension, the money that these people make on their retirement is damn near or is the same as what they get for being up there doing the work. Okay? How is that fair? That we as taxpayers have to pay for their retirement a retirement to people that did absolutely nothing for us. How is it fair that they have retirement and medical benefits so much greater than ours? And I mean, shit, half the time. And then, you know, the same thing here goes. Social Security was designed to help us uh, Americans that retired uh, to be able to live. Okay, but they have used all all of the, the money that was supposed to be going into the uh, Social Security Administration to help us to live um, minimally, by the way, as citizens once we retire. Okay? And for a while, you could retire at like 62 or 63 and you can get your Social Security. Now they've raised it up to 72 or 73 or 70-something. Okay, so the majority of American people will die before they ever reach that age. That's why they raised it up to that height or to that age. In the hopes that the majority of Americans will die and never, ever use that money. The money that they paid all of their life for. Are you guys getting fumed yet? Are you getting irritated? Are you getting angry yet? I would be if I was you. I'd be madder than a damn... I, I'd be so freaking mad. I'd be over there protesting in Washington. Be protesting Congress. Be protesting the Social Security Administration. That money should have never been touched by a politician. That money... Everything that we pay into Social Security should have stayed in the Social Security for us. For when we retire... Not for them to say, hey, well, we have a shortfall over here. Let's take it from Social Security and then never pay it back. That's the biggest problem. And then the other thing, too, is that we bring in 
so many illegal aliens into this country that are running on Social Security. They're taking money from the Social Security uh, and, and giving it to them. You know, some of them come here and they work for a little while and they get disabled or they just come here and they are disabled and they end up on Social Security Disability. And they've never put a, a damn penny into the Social Security Fund. So they're living high on the hog off of our dollar. Okay? <clears throat> and now, I don't know in anybody's mind where a human being can live on $1,200 a month. I mean, you better work your entire life to pay off all of your shit before you retire and end up on Social Security. Because if Social Security is the only income you have, because, hell, even, even your 401ks, the government's got their dick skinners in. So you better have all your shit paid off. I mean, all of it. You know, you get on Medicare that you have to make appointments for. Oh, he needs heart surgery. Uh, he needs this. He needs that. But, you know, we'll schedule you for three months from now. After you're so damn sick that you can't even walk or breathe or anything else. You're about dead. By the time they get you into the hospital, shit, well, you're so fucking sick that the surgery kills you. So, I mean, geez, really, guys, man. I mean, these, these people continuously take from us. But you don't see them giving up a damn thing. Not a fucking dime. Some of these damn... Uh, congressmen and politicians and stuff when they retire they're getting that same amount $174,000 a year plus you're paying for all of their medical benefits they're not paying it doesn't come out of their paycheck like it comes out of our paychecks and then people are living to be in the you know 90s I mean look at look at Ruth Nader Ginsburg well she's still on the Supreme Court so I mean she's making her money she's I think she's earning her money because she still works. But look at the difference between how those people get to live and how we get to live. They get to vote on all the shit that makes life better for them. And then they vote on shit that doesn't make our life better at all. Now that I personally have a problem with. Because they're not working for the American people, folks. They're working for themselves. And that's irritating. It's irritating to know that these people continually do this to us and expect us to just be fine with it. That's garbage, man. It is total garbage. I gotta pass this guy. He keeps speeding up, slowing down, and I can't stand it. So, but anyway, why do we keep allowing these people to do this shit to us? We need to elect people who are going to, uh, you know, people who have lived the way we live. You know, like me, I would run for public office. I would run for Congress if I thought that I could make it. But the biggest problem is, is that most of the voters decide that, oh, no, we have to have attorneys. We have to have politicians, people that have, who have uh, got, you know, 10, 15 years of college and uh, 
have uh, three or four different degrees or bachelor's degrees in, in, in gender studies and other dumb shit. When are we going to get smart and start electing our neighbors? When are we as American citizens going to say, hey, we've had enough of the politicians up here in, in Washington. I'm running for Congress or I'm running for the Senate. And then you go out and you start talking to your neighbors. You start getting donations for your neighbors, from your citizens, and the constituents and the constituents only. Don't go out and get, um, you know, big money from these big corporations and shit and these big, big uh, socialist uh, donors. Don't get that money because then those people are going to believe that you owe them, that you owe them something. And if you don't pay them or do what they ask you to do, well now they're going to try to destroy you. So if the only people paying for your campaign are your constituents, then guess what? The only people you owe anything to are the people that voted for you. Your constituents. So yes, I have a very large problem with politicians and lawyers. I mean, look at the, what's the first thing most people always say? Lawyers are liars. But then you go and elect them to public office. Let's get smart. Let's quit electing these pricks. Let's, as American citizens, start running for these public offices. Congress, Senate, Governor, State Representatives, your uh, City Councilmen, your Sheriffs, your Judges. Of course, some of the judges they have to, I mean, there's some qualifications in judges that you have to have to be a judge. First of all, I wouldn't want to be a judge because I don't know that much about the law. Now, you can go and be elected, you can run for magistrate court judge because you really don't have to much know much of anything. You pretty much just, you know, you learn as you go. You got all your, your, your crew and your staff over there to help you with all your cases. But see, that's an elected official. That's, that person is elected by the people. Just like your sheriffs, okay? A lot of people think that you have to have, uh, you know, law enforcement background uh, to be elected as a sheriff. And in some cases, in some states, I think they're trying to change those laws. I know the FBI wants that law changed because they don't want regular citizens like you and me becoming the sheriff. Because as sheriff, you're in charge of your deputies and what goes on in your county. Basically, you are the top cop and you're the top politician in your county. No one, and I mean no one, not even the President of the United States can come into your county and tell you how to run shit. Because you outweigh and outpower as a sheriff everyone else. If you don't believe that's true, look it up. It's a fact. Not even the President of the United States can come into your county and tell you how things are going to go. You know, say a president decides he's going he's gonna to come in and he's going to visit your county or he's going to do um, some campaigning in your county or whatever, and then he tries to tell you how it's going to be. That's not how it works. <clears throat> it works where you have the say. You can tell the president of the United States, no, we are not doing it that way. We're going to do it this way. This is my town, my county. We're doing it this way. And there's nothing they can do. Not anyone can do because you have the most power. It's just like in the automotive industry. 
okay, as a mechanic. Okay, say you do work on somebody's car and they never pay you for it. They never come pick it up. Okay, well, now you have the authority, for one, you have the authority to uh, file a lien on that vehicle. And say that vehicle is being paid for, you know, I mean, it's being, it's financed by some finance company. Now, a lot of these finance companies will come to your business and say, hey, these people that own this car haven't been paying us, so we're here to repo the car. Okay, really? Well, you need to pay this bill. Oh, we don't have to pay that bill. That's on them. Uh, no. A possessory's lien outweighs everyone, including the federal government. If I have done work on this vehicle and they have not paid me for it and I possess the vehicle, I have a possessory's lien, which means I possess the car, money's owed to me, that is my lien. Okay, they can't take that car off of your property. They can't come in there and take it legally, period. It's the same thing as a sheriff. He has the more he has the most power in his county in that state. And that's why there's such a big thing for sheriffs to be um, you know, so much above board. When people elect a sheriff, they want answers from the sheriff. Not from the undersheriff, because it's the sheriff that is the one that, uh, I think the undersheriff is appointed. I don't remember correctly if he's elected or if he's just appointed by the sheriff. But, you know, when something happens in that county, the people that elected the sheriff, they want to hear from the sheriff, not from the undersheriff. You know, especially on certain things. Um, so, I mean, there's, there's lots of reasons why electing your neighbors or running for these public offices it's much more important to do than electing an, you know, a politician or a lawyer or an ex-cop you don't have to elect ex-police officers to know I mean, what's best for your county because who better knows what's best for your county than the constituents in that county so your constituents say, we are going to elect you and we want this shit done. Okay, so if you ran on this platform telling that you're telling your constituents or the residents in your county that this is what you intend on doing for them because everybody in the county is wanting the same thing. What's the thing that you have to do? You have to make that shit happen. That's your job now. So get it done. But start running for these offices because... Politicians aren't needed. They're not necessary. You don't need somebody who's who's a career politician that has never had a job in the private sector in their damn life. Those people are not the ones you want there. Why? Because they don't know what the fuck you need. They don't know what. Uh, they don't know what uh, struggles you have. They'll never know the struggle you have. Even if you tell them they do not know your struggle, they cannot sympathize with you about your struggle because they've never had to go through it. So anyway, folks, I'm going to leave this here video or this podcast for you here at this juncture. I'm going to, I'm going to listen to it first to make sure I've got everything I needed to say in there. To make sure I didn't make any mistakes in the uh, stories. So, until next time, people. Nice
especially my MGTOW brothers. MGTOW up. Adios. Well, good afternoon, folks. Dylan. <clears throat> this is going to be another political podcast. <coughs> Basically, this is what I this is this is what I see. This is what I predict. It's what I predicted in the beginning, and that's um, you know how uh, pencil neck uh, made a bunch of shit up about this uh, so-called phone call that uh, our president had with. Uh, the president of Ukraine. Now, what Pencil Neck really did was <clears throat> it wasn't a parody. That's not what he was doing. He wasn't just lying about the conversation that took place. He was uh, sitting, he was putting out a signal to the uh, to the media to uh, do exactly what he was trying to say Trump was saying, his so-called parody, which is to lie about Trump, to make shit up. Doesn't care how they do it, just get it done and don't call him until they're done coming up and making up shit. Because all they want to do is flood the media with uh, shit that's... uh, They want to monopolize the time in the media so that you cannot be focused on the things that Donald Trump is actually doing for the country. They want to lie about shit. I mean, look, if they had something on Donald Trump, they wouldn't need to lie about anything. They wouldn't need to make shit And what you guys don't really understand is what they are actually doing to our president. They're not really doing to the president. They're doing to us. We the people, the people that voted for him. The people that said, hey, this is the kind of change that we as American citizens want in our government. Because to be honest with you, the day that Donald Trump came down the golden escalator and finished uh, with his announcement speech, um, I was on board with him 100% at that point in time. You know, at first I thought to myself, you got to be kidding me, Donald Trump is going to run for president. And I sat there through the whole damn thing. Everything he said, everything he said is shit that American citizens have been saying for years. Decades, probably. North American free trade agreement is a bad deal for America. We should eliminate that. Why do we? Why do we uh, um, allow them to sell their goods for free here when we can't sell our goods for free over there? You know, they're charging us to take our stuff over there, and then they're not even taking enough of our stuff for it to, you know, even be beneficial for Americans. So, 
That's garbage. The North American Free Trade Agreement was garbage. Okay? The divide, the racial divide that has been in this country has been uh, induced by the Democrat Party. Because the majority of white Americans are not prejudiced against any other race. Yeah. Well, well, there's like two, there's like 22,000 races around the world. Out of 365, or around the country. Out of 365 million? How many of you think that you're actually going to run into those people? They no longer have a voice or a platform. You know, when Donald Trump stood up there and said, hey, uh, when he, uh, he said, uh, what the hell do you have to lose? They've been doing this shit to you for decades, centuries. But you keep voting for the same people that keep oppressing you. Okay? I was on board then. When Donald Trump said that he wanted to make America great again, to be, uh, to give back to a country that has given him so much. If you guys are too blind to see how much our president loves this country, I don't know what to tell you. Because I see it. I see it in his face. I see it in his actions. I hear it in his words. The thing is, people, that these leftists, these Democrats, these liberals, these uh, idiots that are trying to push the Green New Deal, this communist way of living that they want us to have, or to basically... They want us to be stuck in. They don't want us to have prosperity. What makes you think that that's what they want? Sorry if the voice got louder. I just realized I didn't have the microphone where it needed to be. So, but anyway. Everything that they are doing to, to our president is actually shit that they are doing to us. The only issue is Donald Trump is in their way they are coming mark my words people if these people ever get back in power they are going to come after us with a vengeance (coughs) and why is it going to be a vengeance this time because we've elected somebody who has exposed so much of the wrongdoings that these idiots up there in Washington have been doing for decades. The part of my problem I have with the Republican Party in Washington is they continually say these are our colleagues, these are our friends, I will reach across the aisle. They basically sit there and they bow out. They're not fighting this fight for American people. They're just doing nothing. You can't call your enemy your friend. What the hell is wrong with you? Get smart, people. They are not friends. They are the enemy. They are evil. They have been evil for decades, people. Evil. Jesus Christ. Sorry about that. Some idiot just ran a stop sign. Almost hit him. In this big ass truck. 
But anyway, <clears throat> uh, they are screwing everything up. I mean, they, they've done nothing for the country. Not the Republicans, not the Democrats. All they have done, especially the Democrats and the liberals, have kept this large divide between them, the American people. <clears throat> Whether it's, uh, you know, no matter what it is, they've kept this long divide uh, between black and white, between man and woman. They've, they've created a system that uh, is so oppressive that people don't even realize they're being oppressed. The only people that realize that, that I can think of right now that, that, that see the oppression are people who are like me, MGTOW men, people who actually pay attention to what the hell is going on, who have enough brain cells to think for themselves. That, people, we are the ones that know what the hell these people are doing. We see it every day. Every day we see this. It's not something that's invisible. It's there. It's right there. How could you not see that? That's, you know, I mean, it, 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 it literally, literally, literally blows my mind at how people can't see what these politicians are doing to America and to the citizens. But mark my words, they are coming after us. If they ever get Trump, we are next. And Trump is the only obstacle between us and them. They hate us. Joe Biden stood there and said in a speech or someplace or he was talking to somebody and, and called us, the American people, the dredges of society. Why are we the dredges? How in the hell could we be the dredges of society when um, we're the backbone of the country? It's not... Uh, it's not uh, anything else. They don't like us because they can't be us. They are too lazy to actually be uh, Americans with a job. You know, most of these politicians are career politicians. They've never even had a job in the private sector. And that's, that's pathetic. That's fucking sad. How could you be this way? I mean, how could you be that way? You know, look, look, I'll tell you something. You guys are electing people who have never lived your life, who have never spent one day living the kind of life you live. They've been spoon-fed, born with a silver spoon in their damn mouth. They've been politicians all of their damn lives. They do not know you. They do not know what you go through. They don't know shit. But here they are up there making decisions that they say is in your best interest. How in the hell can you sit there and tell me this is in my best interest when you've never lived one day in my shoes? That's what the hell I want to know. <clears throat> How? You can't. But they want us to believe that they have. They want us to believe that they know what's best for us. 
They don't know shit. They never will. Man, that's a good looking road king. <clears throat> but let me just say this. That if, uh, if we as American citizens would step up and rub, run for public office, you must do it in a manner that lets the people, your constituents, the people that are going to be voting for you, know that you are going to do things for them because you've lived their life. So as American citizens like myself and people who are just like me who have lived in this, in this, um, on this planet, in this world, uh, you know, dealing with the same shit that we all deal with. You know, some of us have had repossessed vehicles. Some of us have been evicted from our homes because we couldn't afford to pay for it anymore. Because the taxes and the predatory lending and shit like that, it's just, it's just pathetic. Why do we continue to let these people run our lives when they don't know nothing about it? That's what I, I, I really truly want to know. Stupid people are born every day. There's no educating ignorance. People have to want to be free. They have to know what freedom is. And the biggest way that these people have been, uh, you know, created this garbage is by creating a bunch of people that don't know shit. Sorry about the horn, but people are stupid and they deserve the horn. I'm so glad this truck has a horn. <clears throat> anyway, why do we allow this garbage to happen? Why do we continually do things that um, hurt us? I mean, I mean we've got to be... We've got to be some of the dumbest-ass Americans to sit here and elect these same idiots over and over again. I mean, do you guys not realize that what you do isn't working? What you've been doing is not working, hasn't worked in forever, and it's probably never worked? But everybody wants to keep saying, oh, this is what's best for us, this is what's best for us. How, does it been, how has it ever been best for us? It never has. When you vote for Democrats, and look, we elected Donald Trump. Okay, as a conservative American uh, who loves this country. He's a patriotic American. He stepped up to the call. He, he's a self-made billionaire. Oh, well, he, he got a million dollar loan from his dad. What the hell does that got to do with it? That was a loan. Look at how much he's made from one million dollars. He's a billionaire. And he's grateful to this country that has made him such a rich person. 
and he wants to get back. But we elected this conservative patriot. And then, when Congress's time was up, what did we do? We elected a bunch of morons that are going to be fighting with him at all costs. You cannot have, I mean, you've got to think about this. You have a Congress and you have a president. Those two entities have to be able to work together. How can you have a conservative president and a liberal fucking Congress? The liberal Congress is not going to pass anything that is good for the country from that conservative president. That was the dumbest thing I've ever seen happen. I could not believe when all of those people were elected, when all those liberal Democrats were elected to Congress and they took the House back. That's dumb. I mean, do you people, I mean, did, how can you people even think that that's going to be a good deal or that that's going to work for the, for the country? Nothing gets done when you have adversaries working against each other. Nothing. So I don't get why we elected this liberal Congress after we elected a conservative president. That's what the hell I want to know. How did that happen? Where did people's logic come from that made them think that that was a good idea? And some of these people that keep sitting there saying stuff, well, well I'm not going to vote for Trump. I don't like what he has to say. Oh, I think he said this was, I think that was something wrong that he said. So we're going to vote Democrat. We're going to vote for the people that are going to destroy the country, that are going to bring communism into this country, that's going to take everybody's freedoms away. That's what we're going to do because we don't like what he said. That takes a level of insanity to even consider. That I have an issue with. People like you actually vote. People without a real brain cell in their head actually vote because of what somebody said. Now let's take this little thing that they... Now, let's take it like this. Let's bring it, let's bring it to another little level here. Okay, there was a recording of Donald Trump a long time ago talking to Howard Stern. Okay? His comment to Howard Stern was you could grab them, women, by the pussy because you're rich. He didn't say that he was okay with that. He was explaining what kind of people hang around rich people. What you could do as a rich person that you couldn't do as a poor person. He was explaining that. He didn't say that he agreed with it. Didn't say that's something that he would do. He was saying that is the shit that could happen when you're rich. Because you have groupies that hang around you because they know you've got a shit ton of money. That's all he was saying. But no, we don't. We, uh, uh, we can't. No, 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 no. It's like, you know, I was watching 
um, some sports things on YouTube about, um, you know, players being ejected and everything like that, you know. Now, these people were sitting, the, commentar the commentators uh, that uh, were, were officiating the game were talking about this one guy. Okay, look. The team started fighting amongst each other, and they were fighting. I mean, physically fist-fighting with each other. And an official came up and was trying to separate everybody, and he grabbed the one guy by the shoulder. Well, the first thing that that guy's going to think is that this is one of the, the, the people that they're fighting. Right? So... What does he do when he turns around out of instinct? He grabs this guy and starts to push him. And then he hangs on to his shirt because he realized he just grabbed a hold of a referee. And he grabbed his shirt. When he grabbed his shirt to push him, he kept a hold of the shirt because he didn't want the referee to fall backwards. Okay, now that's something that I saw when I saw what happened. Because I could tell by, the, by that player's actions that that was just a... Um... A fast reaction on his part to even turn around to push somebody and then realize quickly that that wasn't the person you should be pushing pushing so he holds on to him so he doesn't fall backwards they eject his ass out of the game the commentator said oh that's something you don't ever do you don't just, you know, put your hands on one of them you guys you don't understand what happened in that situation you just don't And how could you not see it? Because, I mean, it was obvious to me, it was 100% obvious that that was an accident. He did not grab that referee on purpose to, uh, you know, throw the damn referee on the ground. That was a complete, um, just a reaction to an action that the referee brought on. By grabbing him by the shoulder and trying to pull him back like that. I mean, there's a fist fight going on. You're grabbing a hold of him, he thinks it's another player. So, you know, for that guy to be ejected out of the game or disqualified for the for the remainder of that game, I found I, I found that it was appalling. Because I mean it was obvious, you could see it, it was blatantly an accident. But they wanted to make it seem like that was all on purpose, that he did it on purpose. Even the referee acted like that. I mean how and he's standing right there face to face with the guy. How can I see what actually happened? And nobody else can see it. How? Ah, it blows my mind. But these are the kind of things that I'm talking about. How could you vote for liberal Democrats that want socialist that want that are trying to push a socialist agenda on the American people? <laughs> I just I don't get it. I just don't freaking get it. Because I'm just an everyday Joe, man. I'm just an everyday American out here. Everyday American. Trying to live a dream that's that's been for the past 20 years nothing but a fucking nightmare. With the politics. It's been a living fucking nightmare. And the past three years... Let me tell you about what the Congress and these um, drive-by uh, media is doing has caused me a lot of anger, of um, emotional distress. I've, I've been to the point where I'm just, 
I'm at my wits end with these fucking people. I, I'm, I'm just, I, I'm literally sick of them. I wish I was a billionaire because then I would buy CNN and I'd fire everybody's ass over there. And then that would become a reputable news organization once again. But you can't because, you know, you just can't do it. You know? People wouldn't let it happen. People wouldn't want it to happen. Because they like the drama. They like the turmoil. They like the chaos. They like the infighting. They like the outfighting. They love the drama. I personally, I don't like none of it. I think it's bullshit. It's aggravating. So we as American citizens need to start thinking. Stop thinking that you couldn't be a politician doing what's right for your neighbors, your town, your city, your state. Quit thinking that you have to be some college graduate or an attorney of some sort to be in politics. All you have to have is a desire to make things better for the American people, the people who live the way you live. I'm telling you, brothers, Americans, we got to change it. We got to change it before just to the point where it's so bad that uh, there's nothing left to this country. Because I'm telling you right now, a civil war at this point in time, this country would never come back together. Ever. There would always be that great divide. And there might be a damn divide right down the center of the country. You know, one country, another country. One side is its own country, the other side is its own country. There might even be three or four different countries. But the thing is that a civil war, which is what would happen if they impeach this president, I'm telling you right now because I know a civil war would break out and it would be nasty. It would be devastating. And for all of you folks out there that are not prepared for a civil war, who have no intentions of being involved in the civil war, you will suffer because you're not prepared. You are not prepared for the onslaught of a civil war. A lot of us are because we see it coming. All they've got to do is be successful with the impeachment of a president that we all wanted. A lot of people sit there and they think, oh, well, that's there was only 62 million people that voted for Donald Trump. Hmm. Do you think 62 million guns and armed citizens ain't going to make a dent somewhere? 62 million armed and angry citizens. People are going to hate life. Some people would think, oh, hell, we wish we was dead. This is a horrible way to live. It's pretty sad. 
But that's the kind of shit that's going to happen. It really is. So we as Americans, we need to wake up and realize that we have to change this country. We have to change the politicians we keep putting in Washington. We need to start putting ourselves in there. Because that's what that's what we need. That is what we need, people. guys need to think about all that shit those of you that listen to this podcast think about that so that uh, you know, maybe we can get a little bit smarter in the future because Congress time is coming their time is up here pretty damn soon too and it's time to elect some real Americans in there so folks you have a wonderful day and a great week. We'll wrap to you later. Adios. Well, good afternoon, folks. Dylan. <clears throat> this is going to be another political podcast. <coughs> Basically, this is what I. This is this is what I see. This is what I predict. It's what I predicted in the beginning. And that's, um, you know how uh, Tinselneck um, made a bunch of shit up about this uh, so called phone call that uh, our president had with, uh, with the president of Ukraine. What Pencil Neck really did was, <clears throat> it wasn't a parody. That's not what he was doing. <clears throat> he wasn't just lying about the conversation that took place. He was uh, sending, he was putting out a signal to the, uh, to the media to uh, do exactly what he was trying to say Trump was saying, his so-called parody which is to lie about Trump, to make shit up. Doesn't care how they do it, just get it done and don't call him until they're done. Coming up and making up shit. Because all they want to do is flood the media with uh, shit that's... uh, They want to monopolize the time in the media so that you cannot be focused on the things that Donald Trump is actually doing for the country. They want to lie about shit. I mean, look. If they had something on Donald Trump, they wouldn't need to lie about anything. They wouldn't need to make shit And what you guys don't really understand is what they are actually doing 
to our president. They're not really doing to the president. They're doing to us. We the people, the people that voted for him. The people that said, hey, this is the kind of change that we as American citizens want in our government. Because to be honest with you, the day that Donald Trump came down the golden escalator and finished uh, with his announcement speech, um, I was on board with him 100% at that point in time. You know, at first I thought to myself, you got to be kidding me, Donald Trump is going to run for president. And I sat there through the whole damn thing. Everything he said, everything he said is the shit that American citizens have been saying for years. Decades, probably. North American Free Trade Agreement is a bad deal for America. We should eliminate that. Why do we... Why do we uh, um, allow them to sell their goods for free here when we can't sell our goods for free over there. You know, they're charging us to take our stuff over there. And then they're not even taking enough of our stuff for it to, you know, even be beneficial for Americans. So, that's garbage. The North American Free Trade Agreement was garbage. Okay? The divide, the racial divide that has been in this country has been uh, induced by the Democrat Party. Because the majority of white Americans are not prejudiced against any other race. Yeah. Well, well, there's like two, there's like 22,000 races around the world out of 365, or around the country, out of 365 million? How many of you think that you're actually going to run into those people? They no longer have a voice or a platform. You know, when Donald Trump stood up there and said, hey, uh, when he, uh, he said, uh, what the hell do you have to lose? They've been doing this shit to you for decades, centuries. But you keep voting for the same people that keep oppressing you. Okay? I was on board then. When Donald Trump said that he wanted to make America great again, to be, uh, to give back to a country that has given him so much. If you guys are too blind to see how much our president loves this country, I don't know what to tell you, because I see it. I see it in his face, I see it in his actions, I hear it in his words. The thing is, people, that these leftists, these Democrats, these liberals, these uh, idiots that are trying to push the Green New Deal, this communist way of living that they want us to have, or to basically, they want us to be stuck in. They don't want us to have prosperity. What makes you think that that's what they want? Sorry if the voice got louder. I just realized I didn't have the microphone where it needed to be. So, but anyway. <clears throat> everything that they are doing is sh to, to our president is actually shit that they are doing to us. The only issue is Donald Trump is in their way. 
they are coming. Mark my words, people. If these people ever get back in power, they are going to come after us with a vengeance. <coughs> and why is it going to be a vengeance this time? Because we've elected somebody who has exposed so much of the wrongdoings that these idiots up there in Washington have been doing for decades. The part of my problem I have with the Republican Party in Washington is they continually say, these are our colleagues, these are our friends, I will reach across the aisle. They basically sit there and they bow out. They're not fighting this fight for American people. They're just doing nothing. You can't call your enemy your friend. What the hell is wrong with you? Get smart, people. They are not friends. They are the enemy. They are evil. They have been evil for decades, people. Evil. Jesus Christ. Sorry about that. Some idiot just ran a stop sign almost hit him. In this big ass truck. But anyway. <clears throat> um, they are screwing everything up. I mean they, they've done nothing for the country. Not the Republicans, not the Democrats. All they have done, especially the Democrats and the liberals, have kept this large divide between them, the American people. <clears throat> Whether it's, uh, you know, no matter what it is, they've kept this long divide uh, between black and white, between man and woman. They've, they've created a system that uh, is so oppressive that people don't even realize they're being oppressed. The only people that realize that that I can think of right now that, that, that see the oppression are people who are like me, MGTOW men, people who actually pay attention to what the hell is going on, who have enough brain cells to think for themselves. That, people, we are the ones that know what the hell these people are doing. We see it every day. Every day we see this. It's not something that's invisible. It's there. It's right there. How could you not see that? That's, you know, I mean, it, 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 it literally, literally, literally blows my mind. And how people can't see what these politicians are doing to America and to the citizens. But mark my words. They are coming after us. If they ever get Trump, we are next. And Trump is the only obstacle between us and them. They hate us. Joe Biden stood there and said in a speech or someplace or he was talking to somebody and, and called us, the American people, the dredges of society. Why are we the dredges? How in the hell could we be the dredges of society when um, we're the backbone of the country? It's not... Uh, it's not uh, anything else. 
they don't like us because they can't be us. They are too lazy to actually be uh, Americans with a job. You know, most of these politicians are career politicians. They've never even had a job in the private sector. And that's, that's pathetic. That's fucking sad. How could you be this way? I mean, how could you be that way? You know, look, look, I'll tell you something. You guys are electing people who have never lived your life. Who have never spent one day living the kind of life you live. They've been spoon-fed, born with a silver spoon in their damn mouth. They've been politicians all of their damn lives. They do not know you. They do not know what you go through. They don't know shit. But here they are up there making decisions that they say is in your best interest. How in the hell can you sit there and tell me this is in my best interest when you've never lived one day in my shoes? That's what the hell I want to know. How? You can't. But they want us to believe that they have. They want us to believe that they know what's best for us. They don't know shit. They never will. Man, that's a good looking road king. But let me just say this. That if, uh... If we as American citizens would step up and run for public office, you must do it in a manner that lets the people, your constituents, the people that are going to be voting for you, know that you are going to do things for them because you've lived their life. So as American citizens like myself and people who are just like me who have lived in this in this um, on this planet in this world, uh, you know, dealing with the same shit that we all deal with. You know, some of us have had repossessed vehicles. Some of us have been evicted from our homes because we couldn't afford to pay for it anymore because the taxes and the predatory lending and shit like that. It's just it's just pathetic. Why do we continue to let these people run our lives when they don't know nothing about it? That's what I, I, I really truly want to know. Stupid people are born every day. There's no educating ignorance. People have to want to be free. They have to know what freedom is. And the biggest way that these people have been, uh, you know, created this garbage is by creating a bunch of people 
that don't know shit. Sorry about the horn, but people are stupid and they deserve the horn. I'm so glad this truck has a horn. <clears throat> anyway, why do we allow this garbage to happen? Why do we continually do things that um, hurt us? I mean, I mean we've got to be... We've got to be some of the dumbest ass Americans to sit here and elect these same idiots over and over again. I mean, do you guys not realize that what you do isn't working? What you've been doing is not working, hasn't worked in forever, and it's probably never worked? But everybody wants to keep saying, oh, this is what's best for us, this is what's best for us. How does it been, how has it ever been best for us? It never has. When you vote for Democrats, and look, we elected Donald Trump, okay, as a conservative American uh, who loves this country. He's a patriotic American. He stepped up to the call. He, he's a self-made billionaire. Oh well, he he got a million-dollar loan from his dad. What the hell does that got to do with it? That was a loan. Look at how much he's made from one million dollars. He's a billionaire. And he's grateful to this country that has made him such a rich person. And he wants to give back. But we elected this conservative patriot. And then, when Congress's time was up, what did we do? We elected a bunch of morons that are going to be fighting with him at all costs. You cannot have, I mean, you've got to think about this. You have a Congress and you have a president. Those two entities have to be able to work together. How can you have a conservative president and a liberal fucking Congress? The liberal Congress is not going to pass anything that is good for the country from that conservative president. That was the dumbest thing I've ever seen happen. I could not believe when all of those people were elected, when all those liberal Democrats were elected to Congress and they took the House back, that's dumb. I mean, do you people, I mean, did, how can you people even think that that's going to be a good deal or that that's going to work for the, for the country? Nothing gets done when you have adversaries working against each other. Nothing. So I don't get why we elected this liberal Congress after we elected a conservative president. That's what the hell I want to know. How did that happen? Where did people's logic come from that made them think that that was a good idea? And some of these people that keep sitting there saying stuff, well, well I'm not going to vote for Trump. I don't like what he has to say. Oh, I think he said this was... I think that was something wrong that he said. So we're going to vote Democrat. We're going to vote for the people that are going to destroy the country. That are going to bring communism into this country. That's going to take everybody's freedoms away. That's what we're going to do because we don't like what he said. That takes a level of insanity to even consider. That I have an issue with. People like you actually vote.
People without a real brain cell in their head actually vote because of what somebody said? Now let's take this little thing that they... Now, let's take it like this. Let's bring it, let's bring it to another little level here. Okay, there was a recording of Donald Trump a long time ago talking to Howard Stern. Okay? His comment to Howard Stern was you could grab them, women, by the pussy because you're rich. He didn't say that he was okay with that. He was explaining what kind of people hang around rich people. What you could do as a rich person that you couldn't do as a poor person. He was explaining that. He didn't say that he agreed with it. Didn't say that's something that he would do. He was saying that is the shit that could happen when you're rich. Because you have groupies that hang around you because they know you've got a shit ton of money. That's all he was saying. But no, we don't. We, uh, uh, we can't. No, 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 no. It's like, you know, I was watching uh, some sports things on YouTube about, um, you know, players being ejected and everything like that, you know. Now, these people were sitting, the, commentar the commentators uh, that uh, were, were officiating the game were talking about this one guy. Okay, look. The team started fighting amongst each other, and they were fighting. I mean, physically fist fighting with each other. And an official came up and was trying to separate everybody, and he grabbed the one guy by the shoulder. Well, the first thing that that guy is going to think is that this is one of the, the, the people that they're fighting. Right? So... What does he do when he turns around out of instinct? He grabs this guy and starts to push him. And then he hangs on to his shirt because he realized he just grabbed a hold of a referee. And he grabbed his shirt. When he grabbed his shirt to push him, he kept a hold of the shirt because he didn't want the referee to fall backwards. Okay, now that's something that I saw when I saw what happened. Because I could tell by, the, by that player's actions that that was just a... Um a fast reaction on his part to even turn around to push somebody and then realize quickly that that wasn't the person you should be pushing. Pushing. So, he holds on to him so he doesn't fall backwards. They eject his ass out of the game. The commentator said, oh, that's something you don't ever do. You don't, just, you don't put your hands on one of them. You guys, you don't understand what happened in that situation. You just don't. And how could you not see it? Because, I mean, it was obvious to me, it was 100% obvious that that was an accident. He did not grab that referee on purpose to, uh, you know, throw the damn referee on the ground. That was a complete, um, just a reaction to an action that the referee brought on. By grabbing him by the shoulder and trying to pull him back like that. I mean, there's a fist fight going on. You're grabbing a hold of him, he thinks it's another player. So, you know, for that guy to be ejected out of the game or disqualified for the for the remainder of that game, I found I, I found that it was appalling. Because I mean it was obvious, you could see it, it was blatantly an accident. But they wanted to make it seem like that was all on purpose, that he did it on purpose. 
Even the referee acted like that. I mean, how, and he's standing right there face to face with the guy. How can I see what actually happened and nobody else can see it? How? Ah, it blows my mind. But these are the kind of things that I'm talking about. How could you vote for liberal Democrats that want socialist that want that are trying to push a socialist agenda on the American people? <laughs> I just I don't get it. I just don't freaking get it. Because I'm just an everyday Joe, man. I'm just an everyday American out here. Everyday American. Trying to live a dream that's that's been for the past 20 years nothing but a fucking nightmare. With the politics. It's been a living fucking nightmare. And the past three years? Let me tell you about what the Congress and these um, drive-by uh, media is doing. Has caused me a lot of anger of um, emotional distress I've, I've been to the point where I'm just I'm at my wits end with these fucking people I, I'm, I'm just I, I'm literally sick of them I wish I was a billionaire because then I would buy CNN and I'd fire everybody's ass over there And then that would become a reputable news organization once again. But you can't because, you know, you just can't do it. You know? People wouldn't let it happen. People wouldn't want it to happen. Because they like the drama. They like the turmoil. They like the chaos. They like the infighting. They like the outfighting. They love the drama. I personally, I don't like none of it. I think it's bullshit. It's aggravating. So we as American citizens need to start thinking. Stop thinking that you couldn't be a politician doing what's right for your neighbors, your town, your city, your state. Quit thinking that you have to be some college graduate or an attorney of some sort to be in politics. All you have to have is a desire to make things better for the American people, the people who live the way you live. I'm telling you, brothers, Americans. We gotta change it. We gotta change it before it gets to the point where it's so bad that uh, there's nothing left to this country. Because I'm telling you right now, a civil war at this point in time, this country would never come back together. Ever. There would always be that great divide. And there might be a damn divide right down the center of the country. You know, one country, another country. One side is its own country, the other side is its own country. There might even be three or four different countries. But the thing is, is that a civil war, 
which is what would happen if they impeach this president. I'm telling you right now because I know a civil war would break out and it would be nasty. It would be devastating. And for all of you folks out there that are not prepared for a civil war, who have no intentions of being involved in the civil war, you will suffer because you're not prepared. You are not prepared for the onslaught of a civil war. A lot of us are because we see it coming. All they've got to do is be successful with the impeachment of a president that we all wanted. A lot of people sit there and they think, oh, well, that's there was only 62 million people that voted for Donald Trump. Hmm. Do you think 62 million guns and armed citizens ain't going to make a dent somewhere? 62 million armed and angry citizens. People are going to hate life. Some people would think, oh, hell, we wish we was dead. This is a horrible way to live. Pretty sad. But that's the kind of shit that's going to happen. It really is. So we as Americans, we need to wake up and realize that we have to change this country. We have to change the politicians we keep putting in Washington. We need to start putting ourselves in there. Because that's what, that's what we need. That is what we need, people. need to think about all that shit those of you that listen to this podcast think about that so that uh, you know, maybe we can get a little bit smarter in the future because Congress time is coming their time is up here pretty damn soon too and it's time to elect some real Americans in there so folks you have a wonderful day and a great week. We'll wrap to you later. Adios.